listening to On the Couch with Carly. Carly's Couch is a safe space to talk. I'm a psychologist, but I'm not your pipe-smoking, tweed-wearing stereotype. Hello, my name is Carly, and I am from Carly's Couch, and this is Carly's Couch, the podcast. This is my first podcast, and I'm so excited to be doing this. I haven't, I haven't ever imagined that I would be doing a podcast, and here I am. So just to tell you a little bit about what to expect today, um, I'm going to be talking about myself, <laughs> which is a topic I quite enjoy. And then I'm going to tell you a little bit about why people come to therapy and what people talk about in therapy. I think people who are um, interested in therapy but have never done it before want to know, well, what do you do? What do you do in therapy? And I'm here to talk about that today. So let me start by telling you a little bit about myself. And then I'm going to tell you about my hopes and dreams and ambitions for this podcast and how I hope to get some messages across to you and um, interact with you across the airwaves. So firstly, I'd just like to say I am a clinical psychologist. Psychologist, not psychiatrist. Um, lots of people get that wrong, just so that you know and are clear. A psychiatrist is a medical doctor who specializes in psychiatry and is able to prescribe medicine as a way of um, managing the symptoms of a psychiatric illness. And psychiatric illnesses are anything from depression, bipolar, schizophrenia, those sort of things, okay? Whereas a psychologist, which is what I am, is someone who has studied an awful lot, to be honest, and has worked in the health professions. Um, so I have done two years of mandatory work in state facilities. Um, so I am pretty much in the medical field, but I'm not a medical doctor and I cannot prescribe medicine. And my main way of managing symptoms is through talk therapy. And that's really what this podcast is going to be about. It's going to be about me helping you to understand what some of the topics are in, in psychology and what are some of the topics in therapy and to sort of chat and debunk some of the ideas that people have about psychology and to talk more generally about what I'm interested in and what I think, what I think matters to people. And, and also to do so without using too much jargon, making it a bit more personal, making it a bit more understandable, really, for anybody. Um, and that's, that's my big hope, is that through listening to this podcast, you'll get a better understanding of what psychologists do, a better understanding of what therapy is about, and hopefully um, some insight into your problems, into understanding human beings in general, or, um, you know, yourself or those around you. Okay, so I'm a psychologist and I am currently in Cape Town in South Africa, which is my hometown. I was born here and I work out of a practice in Woodstock and I run this practice. It's called Carly's Couch and I also have other uh, psychologist colleagues who work with me and together we uh, see uh, patients or we call them clients on usually a weekly basis. But I haven't always been here. So let me tell you a little bit about the history of Carly's Couch and how it's evolved. So I studied at UCT. I did my master's in clinical psychology there and I, and I graduated in 2011. And then I went to Gauteng and I did my internship and community service. 
And after my community service, I went to Berlin. But when I was, uh, just, let me just backtrack a little bit. When I was doing my community service, I was living in Johannesburg. And it's Johannesburg, I don't know if you know, is a very, very cool and hip city with lots of young people, lots of young creatives. And I was very lucky to be part of a very cool set, actually. And I met some really interesting people there. And I used to go out a lot and um, go to these cool parties with all these interesting people. And they always, you always used to talk about themselves as creators. I'm a creative. I'm a creative. And I loved it. All these fun people. And they always said to me, and what do you do? And then I would say, I'm a psychologist. <laughs> and they would get this look on their face like, really? But you're kind of funky dressed. You know, you're dressed kind of cool and you've got cool hair and you're drinking with us, you know, are you really a psychologist? That's not what we picture when we think of psychology. And so I realized that this um, idea of psychologists as a certain kind of person, a kind of old, fuddy-duddy, boring, you know, I don't know, pipe-smoking, pipe tweed-wearing old person um, is, is maybe something that people have in their minds. And that I, the way I was and dressed and acted wasn't really what people thought of when they thought of a psychologist. I thought that was quite an interesting thing. And so I started a blog and I called it Carly's Couch. And it was really just a place for me to share my ramblings on life and on the world and on thoughts and feelings. And I kind of focused on giving advice and I opened myself up to anyone and, you know, everyone to ask me questions and to um, you know, just challenge me to speak about things that I had maybe greater insight into because of being a psychologist, um, but also kind of speaking to just being a general person, you know, just just humanity and, and what it's like to be a person. So um, I did that as, a, you know, as a side thing, as well as completing my qualification. And then when I, as I said, when I finished that, I went to Berlin, which is also a very cool, creative, young city. And I worked there as a psychologist and I carried on the blog. And then I decided to come back to Cape Town. And I kind of decided, okay, I've got this blog and then I've got my work, which is what I do. Maybe I should join it together. And so the blog and the practice, the psychology practice married in uh, 2016. And now Carly's Couch is the online platform, which has got a blog and has got now um, a number of vlogs uh, connected to it, which I have a, a YouTube channel. And I'm also on social networks. I'm on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Um, but it's also a brick and mortar home, really, for psychologists and for people who want to engage with themselves in a, on a deeper level. So that's the story of Carly's Couch and where we are today. And um, just to give you a little bit more information about what we do at Carly's Couch. So... Um, Initially, it was just me. And over the last two years, I've also included a few other psychologists who are part of my network, who basically I refer clients to who come to me, who come through the platform, who are interested in, in, in Carly's Couch and understanding themselves better. And maybe I can't take them on as clients. And then I have these other colleagues who I work with. Or if the, if, if the problem that the person is, is needing help with is more to do with something that one of my colleagues is specialist in, then I refer them on 
on to my one of my colleagues. What I offer particularly is because I was in Berlin and I kind of honed my skills in terms of expat therapy. That's the main branch of, of kind of specialization that I offer in terms of therapy. So I work primarily with people who are not from South Africa, who are living here, who are struggling with adjusting to life as an expat or who are perfectly happy in terms of adjusting to Cape Town and South Africa, but are struggling with other things and and. and I kind of have, you know, I can offer them greater insight into understanding the expat experience and how your, you know, the problems that they may have uh, are, can be understood through the lens of of the ex of being an expat. Um, so that's one branch is expat therapy. I also work with um, therapy for self growth, and that I, I I've kind of coined that it's basically to to debunk the idea that you have to be excuse my French, messed up, okay, fucked up, to come to therapy. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I really try and discourage people from believing that you, have to, that you have to have problems to come to therapy or that you have to be messed up or that only, only people who you know, are serious loonies come to therapy. Actually, all people come to therapy. Um, all people can benefit from therapy. And the, you know... The greatest therapeutic work can be done, you know, with people who are just interested in exploring themselves and understanding themselves better and understanding their patterns and their triggers and what kinds of things are, you know, are causing their difficulties in their lives. And so I really like this idea of therapy for self-growth. It's not to solve a problem. It's not because you're messed up and you need to be fixed or you need to be cured. You're coming just to explore yourself and to and to imagine new versions of yourself and 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 understand yourself better and 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 see yourself in a in a different way. And then I also really really love working with parents and this is because I don't work with children so I have made a decision in my work that I don't work with I don't do child therapy but I do work with parents and I believe that um, children need their parents to the, the intervention to be done on a parental level more than anything and so I love uh, the work that I do with parents which is all preventative work I like to do things at an at an early stage before the problem set in so I work with parents of children under the age of five and I and I use this amazing model called circle of security and circle of security is uh, a designed It, it was designed in the, in the States and it is a, a brilliant manualized program where over eight weeks you use a DVD and I am specifically licensed to use this program to help parents to get to a better understanding of what kinds of things they're struggling with with their children and how to better manage that in the future. And it particularly works from an attachment perspective. So um, one of my best theories, and I'm sure if you're interested, please write to me and let me know. I can do a A whole podcast on this, and I probably will. But my favorite theory is attachment theory, and attachment theory basically says that um, the first five years of life is the most crucial for uh, people to uh, establish their relationship style. So between you and your parents, you are developing a, almost like a blueprint of how to feel about yourself, about relationships about the world in general and if your parents are there and available and supportive and caring if they are present and they make you feel 
understood and heard and loved and appreciated, then you will develop a very secure model for how to see the world and yourself. And that really has incredible uh, benefits that will last your entire life. Whereas if your parents are not able to be there for you in whatever way, maybe they're absent, maybe they're scary, then you may have an insecure model. And that has detrimental effects for how you are to be in later life and it can affect how you will have relationships as you go forward. So um, it's a very important theory and it has, you know, huge consequences And the circle of security teaches parents in a really beautiful, gentle way how to understand their children, how to make sense of what their children need from them and how to see behavior, not just as behavior for behavior's sake, but as a message, as a, as a, as a communication of what is going on and what they need and what they need from us as parents. So that's one thing that I really love doing. And then, The other branch of work that I'm doing at the moment is I have partnered up with The New Normal, who is Genevieve Putter, and she has an amazing Instagram account. I suggest you follow it if you are a new mama or papa. And I um, I became a mama myself last year, and I have partnered up with her to try and bring to um, the antenatal class circuit in Cape Town to try and um, extend antenatal classes beyond just birth preparation and a little bit of kind of, you know, how to bath, how to, how to change nappies. Uh, we are now providing uh, a little bit of education around what to expect in terms of the psychological shifts that occur after you have a baby. And we call this program, Oh Baby, What the Fuck? Um, or Oh Baby, WTF. As you can tell, there's a lot of swearing on this podcast. I hope you're all okay with that. Um, <laughs> um, so yes, yeah, so Oh Baby, WTF is our little, is our little baby that we've been running for, for a few months. And we do talks. Uh, at the moment, we've been doing talks at the Baby Grow Clinic. We're about to launch some podcasts, I think, of our own. And uh, perhaps next year, we'll be doing some videos as well. Um, but it's been really exciting and fun. So these are really kind of the, the basic things that I've been, that I've been doing. Um, I also do some uh, conferences where I talk about... Um, self-care practices. And so, I, you know, like I do the corporate gigs every now and again, if people invite me. Um, I love mindfulness where I can talk about, you know, coming into contact with the current moment, using your five senses to to be, you know, present and connect to yourself and as a way of de-stressing and managing anxiety. Um, and I can also do employee wellness days and that sort of thing. So that's, that's really my, 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 my spiel about what I do and, and how you can employ me <laughs> and how you can pay me. Um, so if any of that stuff sounds appealing, please send me a mail. I'll, 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 I'll put all my details out there, but basically it's at, on the couch with Carly. That's the, that's the Instagram handle. That's my Facebook. Um, on Twitter, I'm at Carly Abramovitz, which is my, my surname. And, um, my email address is also info at on the couch with Carly.com. Um, so yeah, so those are the ways you can get hold of me. Um, so that's pretty much what this, this, you know, that's pretty much just the introduction of, of who I am and what I'm about. And um, the last 10 minutes or so, I'm just going to talk to you about therapy and what 
people come to therapy for so that you can kind of get an understanding of if you're sitting at home and you're wondering, okay, do I do I need therapy? Or, you know, no, my problems are not really for therapy. No one can really help me with this. I'm here to talk about those questions you may have and to try and debunk some of the things that people think about the people that go to therapy. Okay, so um, let me just tell you also a little bit about how I work. Um, I was trained to be primarily a psychodynamic therapist. Now, what that means for ordinary people who didn't study psychology is that I learned the model that was started by Freud. And everybody knows who Freud is. But let me tell you, we've moved far beyond Freud in terms of where psychology is today. Freud is, Freud is a, you know, he's like the grandfather. You know, we, we know he, he, we know we carry his DNA and we know his, his work was important and he laid the foundations for where we are today. But we don't just follow him 100% because, well, let's face it, he lived in a pretty sexist, racist and, you know, classist society that we we just don't listen to that sort of stuff anymore. You know, we're more evolved. So he he has his place, um, but we we kind of just we nod to him every now and again. <laughs> so, but but basically, what that means is that we think uh, people who do psychodynamic therapy, we think that your childhood and your early experiences with your caregivers, with the people that were in your life when you were little, have an impact on how you feel in the world today. So basically, what I said about attachment theory, you know, where 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 we're interested is in um, your kind of understandings of yourself based on your experiences in the past. And that's not to say we don't think that the present is important and it's not to say that we don't look at what what's happening in your life right now. It's just to say that we believe that that the relationships that you had in your past inform who you are today. And if we understand the pains, the traumas, the, the, the loss that you experienced at earlier stages in your life, we will get an, a better understanding of you. And we, we work in a way that is not um, very, very structured. So we do not have set goals every single, every single session. We do not, uh, dis- we not decide that we can fix you in 12 sessions or whatever the case may be. We don't necessarily have goals for therapy. We don't necessarily have um, an end to therapy. We do what I like to call exploratory work. And, and so I'm, I'm saying we because I, I'm aligning myself with psychodynamic therapists. I suppose I'm different to some psychodynamic therapists. And in fact, I, there are definitely aspects of my work that is different. Um, but the idea is that if you come to therapy and you, and you see me as a therapist, you will be talking about what happened to you in your childhood, not the whole time maybe not even 50% of the time, but some of the time we'll be thinking about that. And that may be a bit irritating or scary or uncomfortable for you, and that's okay. One of the big lessons you'll learn in therapy is that uncomfortable is okay. Uncomfortable is where the work is done. And that sounds kind of, I don't know, but it is kind of true. Um, So I, I encourage anyone who wants to know themselves better to come to therapy because therapy is about showing a mirror to yourself and 
the mirror is another person who has a different set of um, theories to make sense of the world and uh, a different perspective. And although you could probably go to your friend and hear their perspective on you, the difficulty is that your friend has vested interests in their relationship with you. So just like your partner, your sister, your mother, whoever it is that you go speak to that you may get counseling from, it's not the same as a therapist because a therapist doesn't need anything from you. A therapist is there for you and doesn't require you to be there for them. And that is huge, okay? So you get a chance to speak to someone who is only going to listen to you and who's only going to want to understand you more and who's never going to say, okay, my turn, let's talk about me now. Or who's never going to say, I think you should do that. But actually they're saying that because they want you to do that or they think that's the best thing for them. So that really makes it quite helpful because you've got this unbiased person who is wanting to help you and who's also wanting to know you and who's also wanting to explore you with you but who doesn't have an agenda, you know, who doesn't have a, a, a reason to want you to go in any one direction. And I, I think some people struggle with that because sometimes therapy can feel directionless because the client decides the, the direction. The client chooses um, the course of therapy to a degree. You know, the client sits down and speaks and we, we go with it. We go wherever we go with that. And sometimes that can be disarming for people because they're like, well, what am I supposed to say? Well, there's no supposed to in therapy. You just come and you tell me what's what's on your mind. And through that process, you'll come to learn about yourself in a totally new way. And you'll have hopefully some greater insights into yourself and maybe some some tools as well. Overarching, what I do is I believe... And this is a also a psychodynamic way of thinking, and it's a new, pretty new way of thinking in in, in therapy, which is that from a relational perspective, it's, a, it's called relational theory or intersubjective theory. I believe that I am also in the room with you, even though I'm not asking anything of you, even though I'm not telling you about myself. I am still myself, and I'm in the room. And that means my subjectivity is in in the room as well. It's quite a postmodern theory, let's be honest. Postmodern is in, you know. Uh, we all construct our reality, that sort of thing. So I'm there in the room with you and I'm not just a neutral mirror. I'm a, I'm a mirror to you, but I'm not a neutral mirror. And so I believe we are forming a relationship and partly that is the, that is the big kind of uh, technique that I use is I'm forming a relationship with you. And um, we build a relationship over time and through that you learn to trust me, you learn to rely on me, you learn to depend on me. And when you feel safe and secure with me, you can express things to me that you wouldn't be able to express otherwise. And that is magic that you can't get from from many people, that you can't get in many spaces. And I think that's what I love the most about, about therapy and I love the most about my work is that in this modern world where I sorry to say, you know, materialism and has taken over, and, and money is really our god, and we're running around working for you know the salary so that we can jaw on weekends and whatever else it is. Um, 
By the way, Joel is a South African slang and I will be using South African slang every now and again because it's just in in my vocabulary. If you're an international listener, enjoy. If you're a South African listener, lekker, my brew. Local is lekker. I'm pitching this to a local audience, but I also would love for an international audience. So, you know, great. Let's let's share the love. Um but basically what I wanted wanted to say is that we we are alienated in our modern times. We are not connecting, we're not um sharing that much. And my job is so beautiful because I get to prioritize sharing and connection for an hour at a time. It's actually 50 minutes. I connect with one human being and one human being alone and there's no cell phones, there's no you know, phone calls, There's no, no one's interrupting us. It's just me and you and we get to talk about you and your feelings and your thoughts and yeah, we have that special time. So that's that's what I think is so beautiful about the work that I do is that it is so unique in this world um, that that someone wants to listen to you and someone wants to care about what you're thinking and feeling and give you that space and time. So just to sum up, as I said before, we have therapy for self-growth. So that could be anybody at all can benefit from therapy. doesn't matter who you are. I say any age, at any time of your life, you can come into therapy and make use of this space to explore yourself, to understand yourself better, to to just in, kind of like sink deeply into your own psyche and to understand yourself. But there is also therapy for specific reasons. And, you know, a lot of people come to therapy with a problem and, and that's okay. I'm, I'm, a, I'm in the helping professions. I do understand that I'm, that I'm going to be dealing with people when they're, when they're falling apart a little bit or having a bit of a wobble. And, and that's great. I embrace that. Um, but what does that mean? Does it mean you have to be hundred percent clinically depressed before you can come to therapy? No, it doesn't. It can be anything from having a heartache, from being, uh, you know, grief stricken, from, you know, suffering from a breakup, or as I said to you before, moving countries and adjusting to a new environment. That's stressful. Um, even beautiful, joyous events like having a baby can shake us up and bring stuff up that needs to be addressed and needs to be processed. And that's where therapy is useful. So um, it's really for anyone who wants to address a concern that they may have, big or small. That concern could be, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I don't know what work I'm interested in. Or I don't like my job, but I don't know what to do instead of my job. I feel stuck. Um, it could also be about a relationship pattern. I seem to always choose the same partners. Why do I always choose the same partners? Why do I always end up in the same mess in relationships? Um, that's a great question to bring to therapy. Or maybe it's about realizing something about your your nuclear family, you know, I'm realizing my mom and my dad were particularly critical of me. And now that's why I struggle to do presentations at, at work because I, I get nervous because my mom and dad always shouted at me. 
Okay, great question to bring to therapy. Now we can unpack that and understand understand how to make sense of why that is having its effect and, and think differently about it, you know, to shift, to shift that, that thinking. Some people don't know that it's mom and dad being critical. You know, they just are realizing that every time they do a presentation, they get sweaty and nervous and they can't, you know, concentrate. And that's what they need help with. They don't, they don't realize that it's actually because of critical parenting, for example. Okay, so that's the kind of work I do. And that's the, and those are the kinds of problems that can be resolved in therapy. Um, the other thing is, obviously, on the more severe side of the spectrum, is if you do suffer from a clinical disorder, okay? So that could be anything from anxiety, like um, OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, or um, PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, or your depression or bipolar, which is used to be called manic depression. Um, you know, these are more severe symptoms. And I think probably as we go forward, and I probably if I, you know, no, I will. When I do the other podcasts in this series, I will probably do one on each of these diagnoses to just you know, explain them a little bit better so that you have an idea of what they're about and, yeah, to understand yourself a bit better if you may have them. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm cautious to just, to just list some, uh, symptoms because I think everybody can Google and everybody knows about how detrimental Dr. Google is. When you know the symptoms, it can sometimes actually be worse for your mental health. But basically, you know, these sort of problems come with severe levels of distress you know really you your functioning is is impaired you you're not working you're not you're not able to hold down a job you're not able to maintain relationships you're you're not functioning and you're not sleeping you're not eating you know those sort of things it's, that's that's when it becomes really serious um but like i said you don't have to have a severe problem like that in order to come into therapy anyone can benefit from therapy so that's really all I wanted to speak about today. This is really just an introduction to me, to my work, and to get you kind of, I don't know, comfortable with the idea of a therapist talking to you about things that interest me. I'd really, really love to know what interests you and what would you like to know from this therapist, this therapist that curses and, yeah, is not necessarily that tweed-wearing, pipe-smoking stereotype. Um, so please... Drop me a line, uh, info at onthecouchwithcarly.com or you can get hold of me on, on the socials. Uh, this has been fun and please give me your feedback. Tell me what you liked and didn't like. Uh, that would be great. Cool. Thanks so much for listening and see you next time. Bye. This podcast is recorded at Edible Audio in Cape Town, South Africa. Edited by Edible Audio. Original music by Alex Smiley.